Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, all right, all right. You ready to do this? Stop eating a cookie. Can you... Yeah. You read out um, that good review we got. We got a good good review. This is the best advanced basketball analytics podcast on the market. Thank you. These brothers go very deep, feeling very smug that I got in on the ground floor. <laughs> great review, great podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the advanced analytics podcast with Guy and Paul. That uh, review was from Geordie Muir. No, that was the that was the int- intro. Yeah, I know, but you can't just say someone's review and not credit them. Okay, and I've already said the welcome, but Geordie, I feel like I need to say Geordie it. Muir. Thanks, Geordie. And, uh, and can I just say one more time, welcome to Advanced Analytics. I'm Guy. And I'm Paul. And um, today we're going to be talking about NBA basketball. That's what we always do. Uh, it'd be weird if one day we're like, today we're going to talk about um, gorillas. Um was that kind of bitten off? Did I just kind of bite a Mitch Hedberg joke? Gorillas is like a punchline he uses there. It's about a gorilla. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Is <laughs> that show where he's like, and when it's just inspired by a true story, oh, but yeah. a true story could inspire you to um, <laughs> write anything? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you hear that story about that mum who drove her car into the lake and drowned her kids? Well, that inspired me to write a story about a gorilla. <laughs> Anyway, that's a that's a reminiscent of a better comedian, Mitch Hedberg, RIP. Um, today on the show, we have um, I've got my hottest take ever, and I've done a lot of hot takes in my time. Yeah, I already know this is going to be a disappointment. We have um, chat about NBA goggles, which I just realised you probably haven't even seen, and uh, a Zach Lowe takedown. Wow, so okay. exciting! Oh, and Paul's um, Paul's brush with NBA royalty. But um, first, it's the Week in Review! Week in Review. Okay, the Week in Review. This is where we cover the big stories in the NBA. And I normally don't really follow like what mainstream media fake news is doing. I just get a sense of things. And this week, I've been depressed. Because I feel like the big story is just the Rockets and Cleveland being good. I'm going to ask you my big story, which I think is the real storyline um, unraveling. Is the NBA broke? Because we're like 20 games in, and I can already pretty much guarantee who is going to be the Eastern and Western Conference finalists. You know, probably who's going to be the finalists and who's yeah. probably going to be the champion. I don't know. If, have you, are you familiar with like sports? Have you watched much sports? Yeah, I watch a lot of sports. Because this is often how it goes. No, it's there's, not. I think there's usually No, favorites. it's not. You've got recency bias. It's not supposed to be like this. It's not supposed to be that the same two teams match up year in, year out. You know? Mm. It happened in the um, 80s, and people liked it. It was um, magic Well, there was a little bit of bad luck. I think the Celtics would have won the East if they had Gordon Hayward. That's a huge call. No, I, I'm confident. 
I'm confident they can do it without Gordon Hayward. That's I want I want that to go on record right now. I yeah. still think Gordon Haywardless Celtics can beat the Cavs yeah. in the Eastern Conference. But you can finals. guarantee that Eastern Conference Finals is going to be Cleveland Boston. You can guarantee it. Like my Raptors aren't going to do it. Who else has got even a chance? No one. Uh, was it the Wizards are terrible? The Pacers. We'll talk about them a bit later. That's a positive story. Mm. And then everyone would bet on um, Warriors Rockets in the West. I think the Bucks. Um, could do some damage in the East. The Bucks are doing no damage, mate. They're no. struggling above five hundred. They got yeah, Antetokounmpo yeah. and nothing. They need five. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think they could do do with a better coach. But they've got so much talent on paper. I don't think they do. I think they do. Just because Mal- Malcolm Brogdon won Middleton, Rookie of the Year and the worst Rookie Year ever. No, no, no. Chris Middleton is the most underrated NBA player in the league. Um, Eric Bledsoe now. Uh, I don't love him, but I mean he's good at basketball. Yeah. Uh, Brogdon, <laughs> I really rate. Uh, they got heaps of guys. Yeah, they're not going to beat. Um, who's that? Tony Snell. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the future, but they're they're the team that's going to be breaking out for like the next five to ten years until one day they're like, Giannis is forty five years old, and they're not they're not breaking out anytime soon. Just like um John Wall and the Wizards, we've been waiting for their big breakout. Nah, I don't I don't cons- I don't consider them the same. So what? Like everyone can bet who the top two teams in both things are going to be. Maybe the Spurs get there, but it seems I think the Spurs will be top two. No, you think the Rockets will beat them? Yeah. The Rockets got their defense okay. order. The Rockets could beat the Warriors. That's, that's my that's my my only stop. The only yeah. thing I think standing in front of the Warriors for the championship, really, because the East is the Boston and Click Cavs are not up to the standard. Like um, uh, Boston, probably offensively, and Cleveland defensively. Um, uh, the Warriors are the only champion. Wait, did you say that the wrong way order. around? Boston. Okay. Oh, Boston yeah. defensively. Yeah, Boston. Didn't no. Boston, Boston already beat Golden State once? I think didn't they? Yeah, but in the regular season. Yeah, still, like, it's quite know. an achievement. Yeah, yeah I think well, they did. I can't remember. Put it up on the mantle. It just feels like I can't believe we've got sixty okay, more games to go I'm in the make, season. Should we make another bet? Yeah, what's the what was the first bet we made? That you bet that um, Actually, you're Boston's going to beat Cleveland. Now, nah, here's here's the thing. I I think the Spurs should be the second best team in the West. No, but why? If they if, where they finish, they might um have to play the Warriors in the semis. You know? Yeah. The so Western semis. So the good news for the NBA is cynics like me will say that it's boring that there's four teams in contention, four teams that you can kind of guess where they're going to land. I it used to be worse at the start of the season. People were saying it was there was one team because no one really knew what was going to happen in Houston. You know, um, people were saying there's one team that's going to win, and now the dynamics change because they're like Houston and Cleveland have a chance. I've been doing a bit of advanced analytics myself, and what I did is I googled. Yeah. Um, uh, the the draws for <laughs> um, this is a new stat that I'm working on. Yeah, and I call it how recently have you played a good team? And the two teams that are on a tear at the moment, Houston and Cleveland, mm-hmm. are just tearing through bad teams. LeBron does this all the time because he plays in the East and goes on huge running run, um, uh, win streaks against teams that he's previously ruined by creating his super team and taking away good players from other teams. Um, so. Cleveland, according to ESPN, has the 28th, the easiest schedule. they got, like, one of the easiest strengths of schedules. Wait, what, the 28th or the easiest? The, the, the 28th hardest schedule, so the third easiest. Okay. And, and Houston is not much better on the 24th. Yeah. The last time... I never, I never really understand strength of schedule myself. Well, they work out the records of the teams you've played. Yeah. 
It's pretty straightforward. Um, but you can just do the eye test and look at like who the Rockets have beaten recently. Mm. And there's a few teams in there that are okay. Trailblazers, Jazz. Pacers are okay. But even them, yeah. you, know, you don't expect much from them. They had an incredible comeback, like you Nuggets said. Nuggets are they? okay. The last tough game the Rockets had, they lost. They played the Raptors and they got smoked. Go yeah, well, that's why, that's why Jurassic I'm like, Park, if, baby. if they have to verse, knowing the Spurs, I think the Spurs will rig it so they don't have to play the... Um, I don't know why... Yeah. So they don't have to play Golden State. I'm going to make a prediction. The Spurs might finish. They're in trouble. Because uh, the top two teams are going to be Warriors, Rockets. And so the Spurs, where are they going to finish? So if they finish third, yeah. then they'll verse... The Rockets, then the Spurs. Yeah, the Rockets. The, Rock- the Rockets, okay, then the so Warriors. So I'm going to make a prediction that they'll, they'll beat the Rockets in the playoffs if they play them. Yeah, I, I, That's my don't, prediction. I don't see that happening at all. And I... Well, should we, do you want to, should we make a bet right yeah, now? Okay, mate, look, Katie, I don't want to take money off, like, like if I see, I don't make a bet with, like, a homeless guy on the street, because I don't want to take his, like, last $20 of him. Yeah. I don't want to bet off you, because you seem like you're at the casino, and you're gambling, like, a very bad hand here. No. This is who you're betting on. Rudy Gay, who hasn't yeah. played a complete season since he played for the Memphis Grizzlies 10 years ago, all right? Mm. Pau Gasol, who's still reliving when he should have possibly been MVP in like 2007, Yeah, right? Who else they got? Um, uh, That that cheeky little Australian guy who waves his flag a lot. Waves his towel. Towel waving expert. The guy, Kyle Anderson, who just desperately needs a haircut. All right. Okay, here's... Well, here's my rebuttal to that. LaMarcus Aldridge no, no, no. can't guard Kevin Durant. Like, we're taking the piss. No, no, we're talking about the Rockets here. Yeah, Kevin okay. Durant doesn't play. Oh, yeah, the Rockets are actually worse. The Rockets have got, like, a better small ball lineup than... Um, they've got uh, uh, Anderson. They've got a better small ball. No, here we, here we they've go. They've got a team where the, everyone can shoot threes on the Rockets. Clint Capella? He's not shooting no threes. Well, he, they bring him on when they need a bit of def- defense. Um, okay, here's what I'm betting on. Yeah. Greg Popovich. Yeah. Hell of a team. Yeah. Teamwork. Yeah. Reputation. Uh, frogging. Yeah. You love yeah. frogging. I love frogging. That was a um that was a meme that was invented by Patty Mills. If you where you, you pose and just Google frogging and see Ginobili <laughs> doing some ridiculous. You might have to search Spurs frogging. Maybe not. Maybe it was I don't rate Patty Mills at all, I'm gonna come in and say um, it. And I know that makes me a bad um Southern Hemispherean. Australasian. If Patty Mills is No, I got love crap. for Patty Mills, man. He's and the, the whole um, I've got love for Penny Mills and the, the whole, whole Western frogging. Conference Matthew Delavadova. Just because they play hard doesn't no, mean they're No, I've got up a lot scratch. of love for Patty Mills and the, the whole frogging phenomenon. But um, here's who you're betting on. Yeah, James disappears every playoffs Harden. Yeah, Chris gets injured every playoffs. Never wins in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Paul. Yeah. Uh, Ryan doesn't even have a nickname. Anderson <laughs> and he's- Eric. Accidentally favorites pornography on Twitter, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, legend. Clint, I know nothing about him. Capella, yeah. Except I am trying to get him on my fantasy team. Capella. The more players you name, the more deep they seem. Um, I can't think of any other players they've got. So I used to have yeah, Montrez no, Harrell. you raise a good point, and I think the Rockets do have. Like, if my statistic injury um, propensity was finished by now, just unfortunately, Andrew the nerd is doing most of the hard work hasn't finished it yet. When we figure out injury propensity, I think both the Rockets and the Spurs would have bad injury propensity. Um, but this is where my Zach Lowe t- takedown comes in because um, I was just listening to his podcast, trying to get some ideas for our podcast, <laughs> driving um, here. And um, 
he said uh, he was amazed that the Spurs have won like 60% of their games because they have an injury to Kawhi Leonard. And he said, quote, it's not like they have a roster where you look at the roster and they have all these guys that are ready to resume a huge offensive load. And I was like, that's completely wrong. They definitely do. They have LaMarcus Aldridge, a superstar, three years ago, who just just because he turned to mush since he's been at San Antonio, it's like they they um, they devalued his stock on purpose so they could look like a genius when he eventually comes right. Like the people saying he's like an MVP candidate. Yeah, I, I also love like has he never seen the Spurs? They got, yeah, yeah, they're, they're the Spurs always, are always good. like kind of money walling with guys yeah. you've never like they've yeah. Like, they're Danny, getting more out of their bench than anyone has. But yeah. also, these guys that I was criticizing before, Pau Gasol and stuff like that, are like good regular season oh, players. Pau Gasol's great. Early man. in the season, when they're not broken down and they're playing regular season teams, they're good. It's just when they get to the playoffs and they're getting scouted and um, isolated, like Pau Gasol and Lamarcus Aldridge are in big trouble. I think the Spurs are going to have a really good year this year. Oh, yeah, great prediction. Like they have every year, they have a really good year. No, no, but like they'll they'll make the Western Conference Finals. All right. So anyway, I'm just like, I may, I realize it's a depressing prediction to make um, uh, like a few episodes into an NBA podcast that is supposed to go for the whole season. But I just, I'm just real depressed about the NBA. There's so few good matchups. They seem to have stacked them all on Christmas Day. Um, so I want to look at something positive. Mm. And I want to um, uh, look at like breakout stars. And already this year, like people have been like um, Giannis Antetokounmpo and uh, Christoph Porzingis, uh, like superstars. They're going to be all stars and superstars in waiting. Who's the next person who's going to be a breakout? Because um, Devin Booker, who's been predicted for like three years, is looking like he's good. And I want to say, and I, I, I want to say this before today's game where he scored like forty six points. Um, Victor Oladipo He's a star Already? Yeah No I would say he's like Yeah got He's on the Nah he's a big star Big time man. potential already is he's So is it not me shocking team. to say him What? Is it not me shocking to say he's a big star? No No no, no way oh, well, I was trying He's to um, on my fantasy team And he's He's a massive star or, Whether it's Well he wasn't last year he was a, He's no. been a bust no, For no, about no, 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 no. six years before No 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 Here's the story of Victor Oladipo Because I've followed his career closely Yeah uh, nearly bought his jersey back in the day for the Magic. So he got picked number two in the 2013 NBA draft, yeah. famously weak draft. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Bennett went number one. The Magic <laughs> had number two. They took Oladipo. Yeah. A few guys taken after him who were noteworthy are uh, like Gobert and Giannis. Yeah, but those are two, they, they were two risky picks. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Otto Porter was number three. Shout out to my guy Otto. But um, Oladipo... He was getting really good for the Magic. Then he got traded because they, they basically went with Fournier over Oladipo, which I think was a massive mistake. The world thinks it was a massive um, mistake. So Rob Hennigan, who was the GM of the Magic at the time, traded him for Serge Ibaka for a, half a year of Serge Ibaka, who was terrible. And they they in. spun him into Terrence Ross. They traded him for Terrence Ross, kind of. Yeah, but not originally. That was like... <laughs> that wasn't that was, their plan. That no, was that the was, fallback they plan. They bailed. Yeah. But... um. Oladipo went to the Thunder, where he... He was okay. No, I didn't think they used him at all. He did the dunk of the year. He became like a... Yeah, but he became like a... um, But it's really interesting that he got traded for Paul George, because Paul George is now having the problems playing next to Westbrook that Oladipo was having last year. He was okay last year. He was a lot better than he was with the Magic. But no, in in Depot's... No, no, no. In Depot's last year, at least in terms of fantasy, he was... um, he was pretty good. Like he was, he was clearly getting there. Yeah. And uh, 
and yeah, they just got rid of him, and they it was a mistake. It was a real mistake. Oh, you can you can for the thunder. It was a mistake. No, 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 the no. Magic. The magic. It was a massive mistake. Yeah. Um, well, the magic should just be called the Orlando. They got the, the weird thing is it was like we were being so patient for so long. Yeah. And then um, we just lost the patience, and like think we got rid of Tobias Harris for nothing as yeah. well, and he's amazing now for yeah. Detroit. We talk about this every week. We'll, we'll get to magic mm. mayhem soon. Um, who else do you think? Or did you have something good to say? You seem real sad now. Sorry. No, nah, I'm, I'm just sad thinking about Depot, man. I was a bit, I I was a bit abrupt guy. there. Sorry, man. Um, okay. Who who do you think is a breakout star? Like, I, almost, I think Donovan yeah. Mitchell, who's a rookie. He's and been having a breakout. Putting up mad numbers. Yeah. I think he's going to be a big star in Utah. Uh, he's so big, such a big star. I actually wrote him on my list twice. Yeah. Okay. I'll, go, I'll rattle through who I thought were like the, the rough possibilities yeah and you use your genius nba brain to tell me okay. if they are yay or nay okay. devin booker already a star no, you can't he, score 70 points no, he seems like the next he seems that he seems like the next um uh kyrie kyrie evans what's Wait, his name tyreek evans? <laughs> tyreek evans sorry no i disagree i think he's closer to the next steph curry but continue tobias harris uh i don't think i don't think he'll ever be like a star I think he's near his He'll be like kind a of second or third player. Well, I think he's he's currently almost near his ceiling, like in terms of he'll be he really good. So ch- he looks chubby, like you can't. No, he'll be like really he'll good, but I, I, no, I don't think he's like a he's like, like a he's like a love your star body, in terms you are, of like he won't have like a signature shoe. No, uh, he's buying a Tobias Harris. Three. <laughs> his name is holding him back. Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh to be honest, I haven't really seen much of him. No one has. He's bad. To, uh, Bad team, good stats. N- n- I don't think. I don't think he's a star. Donovan Mitchell, you said yeah, yes. Gary I Harris. I don't. I, I really like Gary Harris. I don't think he's like a superstar. Again, he, but, put him in the Tobias. Oh, they're both Harris. Yeah, is put he him in, Tobias's brother. No, put him in the Tobias Harris um, thing. A really good player, but not like a superstar. And um, Brandon Ingram. That's interesting. Yeah. No. Um, no, I had him on my fantasy team he until won a, today. He won a game this year. I traded three. him. Yeah. And um, oh, is this your controversial trade? Yeah, I did a controversial trade. Spice today up the fantasy. podcast, telling us about your controversial trade, mate. Okay, so I traded Goran Dragic of the Miami Heat point guard. Man, these names are hard to say. Actually. And Brandon Ingram of the Lakers. Yeah. And I basically went. Well, I was considering a two for one. Yeah. For Serge Ibaka from the Raptors. Yeah. And um, Kenneth Freed was in there to make numbers, but I'm probably going to cut him. Yeah. Uh, and it was it caused outrage in the league. People were threatening to veto it. Because it was so they thought it was, for you. Yeah. And the guy who accepted it was like, it only took me minutes to accept it. That should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> and I was like, look, fellas, never not being a top two team in the regular season in my league. Yeah. I reckon this is... Serge Barker yeah. in the last two weeks has been amazing. Like, top... 25 player he, he averages like two blocks a game and blocks is what i'm third to worst uh in blocks and i really need blocks yeah. as my team my team's built essentially punting points i know I actually i want to clarify punt, man that's a good trip oh, yeah well, yeah i want to clarify because in the first fantasy update you said don't punt. i said don't punt but the thing is i essentially always pump points <laughs> yeah um like looking at my team my star players are always like draymond green who sometimes score like he had a real good game the other day but he scored like Two points. Yeah. And um, and so basically with trading Goran Dragic for Surge, I'm like, I'll take a huge hit in points, uh, assists, but I'll see a rise in percentages 
a decrease in turnovers, I think, yeah. and a massive jump in blocks. Good on you, man. But people think I'm crazy, but man, well, I think it's, hey, I'm really excited. Keep us updated, all right? Yeah. I hopefully I remember to um, look back at that. Um, speaking of like genius kind of like uh, skills, I did not know this, but last podcast I was like, they need to do an NBA team in Mexico City. They're mm. already making moves to it. They just announced they're going to try and do a um, G League team in, in Mexico City. I think they'd announced that before you'd sit there. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay. I didn't read it and then predict it on the podcast. It was okay. literally like, I'm so talented that I literally predicted it three days before they announced it. But okay. don't get me wrong. If you Google future NBA cities or potential NBA cities, like yeah, Mexico, Mexico City, City always pops up as an outsider chance. I think mostly they put it on there for clickbait to you know go, can there be an NBA yeah. team? It there, seems have, very have unlikely. Have there ever been any great... Uh, NBA players from Mexico? That's a real question. Um, Eduardo Najira or whatever? Najira? I don't know. Can't just make up. There was one weird year when the um, uh, Dallas Mavericks, they were, when Mark Cuban bought the team, he just bought ads for the team and um, slammed. It was quite a good idea. He changed the uniforms and bought um, ads and slam where he just took a photo of all his international players. It was when international players were the hot thing. And um, just listed them and said where they're from. So it was Dirk Nowitzki, Germany. Uh, they had a Chinese guy, and I wanted to just guess his name, but then I was like, that's going to sound real racist. They had Eduardo Najera or whatever. Who I just Googled and is from Mexico. Yeah, and they had him for years. So in yeah. your face, not a racist. Um, who, else did the, who else did they have? JJ um, Barea from... Okay, let's racistly guess what country no, no, JJ no, no. Barea is from. from. On the count of three. Three, two, one... Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Do we nail it? We don't know. No one knows. Remember back in the day before Google where you just, you'd both say um, Puerto Rico and we just both Puerto Rico, Rico. Right? Oh, we are right. Although so you said it like Puerto Rico. You said it like. I tried to say it properly. You tried to say it like how he says it in Despacito where he's like, this is how we do it down in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's how you say it. And that's yeah. why Despacito is such a good show. The song that I um, learned so much about um, I'm learning culture. Spanish currently no, on, um, no, on Duolingo. No, no, I am. No, you're not. And one of the first... Du- what's Duolingo? It's, no, everyone uses it. I found out recently. It's like the app for learning languages. But like on the first this day... It's not like, paid sponsorship, by the way. On the if first you do day, want to sponsor us, please give us some money, please. On the first day, I, I was learning like the, the essentials and one, one of the main um, things I was learning, was third, lesson Desposito. one, no, was uh, this sentence. I am a girl, I drink milk. I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> How do you say it? I can't remember. Girl is... Ne- what do you mean you can't remember? No, no, well, I'm, I'm Mate, started. Like, is, I'm, you, I'm like a week into it. Do you ever worry Nina that... is girl... Do you hear uh, how my, milk, I'll know milk if I read it. Do you hear how my voice went high when I said, what do you mean? Yeah. Do you ever worry that like this podcast is mm. like the Ricky Gervais podcast and I'm Ricky Gervais and you're Carl Pilkington? No, I'm um, <laughs> Stephen Merchant. Yeah, okay, well, who's Carl Pilkington? The, Nick, the first guest we That's have. That's the problem with our podcast is that we've got no Pilkington. Well, I'm going to say um, there's a bit of Pilkington in all of us. That was kind of deep. That's kind of saying Pilkington would say. Um, okay. Um, other things I've written down. Um, goggles are back. Okay. That's quite interesting. Yeah. I was watching a game um, just the other day, and I noticed um, a few interesting observations, and goggles are back is weird. Dario Saric is wearing them probably just because he's got an eye problem, or does he wear them all the time? No, he never used to wear them. Um, and he's wearing like kind of like uh, '90s goggles, which is more like the kind of like the 
Oakley retro sports glasses visor, but it's just clear. Yeah. Not a cool look, but I'm guessing that's because the doctor's given it to him, not an actual thing. Right. But Jalen Brown was rocking the coolest glasses. Like he was rocking like um, Horace Grant, early 90s, square glasses. And he's got, remember, like, what do you call that cut? Like a flat top? Flat top. Yeah, he's got the flat. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the square glasses. That's a tight look. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's intentionally like... No, he's like a style icon. Man. I really... Because I wear glasses in real life. I and, I and I can't see good... I stop wearing contacts. I can't see good when I play basketball. I can't read the scoreboard. I really need to get prescription Jalen Brown... Horace Grant goggles. Yeah. Glad to see them back anyway. Um, I always loved when uh, one of my favorite NBA players, maybe my favorite, Otto Porter Jr. Actually, he's dropped the junior, just Otto Porter. Hmm. When he used to wear goggles, such a good look, man. Yeah. I, I think goggles are, I mean, probably not that great, that comfortable to actually wear them, but yeah. Uh, LeBron, that was my other, my other equipment thing I noticed, was that LeBron isn't wearing his shoes. He's wearing the soldier version of his shoes and not the shoes they've just released, you know, his main shoes, the 15s or whatever. And he didn't wear his last shoe either. He mainly wore the soldier. And they've they've said there's a problem with, like, ankle rolling in his new sneaker. Um, It's not a very, like, ankle-supportive shoe. But um, they, some sneaker nerd noticed that they'd, like, change the design slightly on the ones that LeBron wears to make them more, that make it more supportive. They put like a wing on it so it doesn't roll around. But I know LeBron just keeps on wearing the soldiers anyway. So it doesn't matter the ones that weirdly don't have laces, right. the strap ones. I think it's fascinating that he's not wearing like yeah, it's, it's a disaster for Nike kind of, that he just doesn't wear the sneaker that they, and obviously he has incentive too, because he's part owner of like his own shoe brand. Anyway, that's maybe more interesting to me than it is to anyone else. Um, Zach Lone takedown. I've done that. Which means it's time to catch up on everyone's favorite crashing team in the NBA. They hail from the middle of Florida in what some would say is one of the worst cities in the world. It's the Orlando Magic. that time, right about that time for the stars to roll on out. Man, another rough week for the Magic. Yeah, good. I'm glad you bring a bit of honesty to this um, podcast. So uh, I'm trying to think what had happened after. Oh, they just come off a Knicks win last time. Yeah, a, well, asterisks. Their second Knicks win without Porzingis playing in either of those games. Yeah, and I, I think maybe Tim Hardaway Jr. was also out <laughs> in that second one. But still, solid five point win. Yeah, at win. MSG. Nah, was it at MSG? At the Mecca. I probably. think it was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they then lost to the Hornets. Oh, we brought that up, actually. The famous bad was, Hornets. And there was that bad... Um, oh, yeah. Dwight and, Howard made uh, old mate fall over and then dunked on him. Yeah. Dwight Howard. Uh, then... How bad's Dwight Howard, by the way? He's putting up stats, and he's just poison wherever he goes. <laughs> he just ruins teams. <laughs> that, that's going to be the, the magic... Um, 
proudest legacy is that you could say they cursed him. That they no, they sold high on Dwight. Like he got cursed. Because I remember when they did the trade, they were like the Magic have stuffed badly. And then turned out Dwight was terrible and never played for the Raptors. And uh, at the well, their, their, for, their hand was forced of it in the trade. No, 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 no. Let's just go just without looking at that yeah. at all. Just go. It, it was initially gone like the Magic have just blown it. They've lost a big star because he wanted out. Yeah. But they've lost him anyway. And then when he turned out terrible for the Lakers, like the Magic have won the trades. And then he kind of got a bit better, and the Magic have been stuck. You know, the Magic have been just depressing story themselves. So they're like the Magic have lost the trades. Now I feel like back again, you can say that officially Dwight Howard's last good year was when he played for the Magic. He was okay yeah. for Houston, but not I think no one, no one won it. He's poison. The thing is, Dwight... The guy's poison. Yeah, well, no, well, Dwight should have stayed, firstly. I don't know why. Yeah, but he was, he was wrecked anyway. So the, if the Magic had kept him, he would have had the same problem. And clearly the wrecked. problem's him. Um, like you learn from like getting rejected at multiple teams. Like... The it Hawks did come out the other day. Tried so, so hard to get rid of. Yeah, them. supposedly the players cheered when they found out. Yeah, he'd been yeah, traded. yeah. That seems crazy. Um, it's so weird because thinking back to when he played at the Magic, he seemed like such a lovable fun, guy. lovable guy. Yeah, in terms of he's a nutter. He's got like forty kids from like and he, fifty um, different women. How's that even work? He, he's passionate about. Um, uh, he's passionate about uh, guns and oh, snakes. Actually? Yeah, I didn't know that. He's famous weirdo. Because what's weird with these NBA players is that, because that's the cool thing about the NBA, is that you get to know their personalities more than ever, but you really get to know managed personalities. And Dwight's one of the few people who ha- has been quite famous, but like not well managed, you know, not well. Right. He's not very careful about his own image, and so he looks bad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the Magic lost to them. Then we had a, <laughs> we had a good home win in OT against... Uh, the always tough Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. And um, firstly, shout out to DJ Augustine who hit a three like yeah. right at the buzzer pretty much to um, yeah. to send it to OT and then made a clutch reverse layup. Uh, so shout out to him. And then we lost to the Nuggets and then we lost to the Hawks in Atlanta. Now, didn't you beat OKC in there? Nah. Uh. <laughs> that was ages ago. Um, yeah, lost to, the, lost to the Hawks again. Oh. Yeah, so one win against the Hawks and one loss on the road. If you were to use one song to sum up uh, how they're doing right now. It's on me, so don't fight it. Life is a roller coaster, you just gotta ride it. I think it's a bad choice of song. No, it's a, I, really, I think downs. life, the magic's life, is a roller coaster. I would describe the magic. No, no, no it's perfect because when you think about it, a roller coaster goes like this. Yeah, big up at the start. Yeah, you go up, up, up. Yeah, yeah. Keep going up. Yeah, going up. You're getting real excited, yeah. and then it's downhill the whole rest of the way. No, but there is definitely some ups. Like well, for like, example, yeah, a little, like a little it, home win against the Hawks. Occasionally, no, the magic don't go up. The magic are the big drop. We get picked up. No. And you're like, whoa, exciting. This okay, season's well, going to start. Oh, okay, got, what song? How many songs are about the, the bloody <laughs> giant drop at Rainbow's End? Down, 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 down. Baby, are you down, 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 down? You I'm singing because it's a good song, not because I agree with you. Heaven and um, man, What happened to that guy? What was his name? Jay Sean. Jay Sean. It's actually not a bad name. I thought he was going to be some terrible name, but 
Everyone was called Jay for well, a time there. Not that memorable. What Jay Williams, Jay Holiday, Jay Sean. Jay Z. Big Sean. Jay Cole. Jay. Jay Electronica. <laughs> Jay. Is he a New Zealand guy? Nah. Jay Bulletproof? Jay, yeah, Jay Electronica was weird, man. He had so much hype, and I swear he's released like maximum of five songs <laughs> yeah. in the past 15 years. Yeah. Well, is and, it? Um, and no, the, the, uh, I, I thought of him the other day. I was listening. Uh, do you know the song Control by Big Sean? Yeah. I don't think you do. No, no sorry. I was just saying, yeah. I was thinking um, about Frank Ocean and what happened. Uh, so that song was famous for So it starts with a Big Sean verse. Big Sean gives it a real good crack, goes as hard as he can. Yeah. Then Kendrick Lamar features and just drops one of the greatest verses I've ever heard. Yeah. It's so good. It was that one where he, he name drops all the rappers and he's like, I got love for you, but I'm trying to murder you. <laughs> um, it's real good. Uh, like he mentions everyone, like Drake, everyone. Eminem? Eminem, yeah. Name a rapper, he probably mentions him. Uh, Iggy Azalea? No. <laughs> um, actually, it's quite sexist. I don't think he mentions a single woman. But, um, but then... Uh, then so then, so that happens, and you're like, damn, Kendrick Lamar just murdered the song. And then Jay Electronica does a verse after that, and he just comes in with this weak-ass, like, conscious-ass rap about, I don't know what, it's just kind of gibberish. I, I, and it's I, like, who, who laid out this song? Like, yeah, poor yeah. J- like how's he going to follow it with that? <laughs> like, surely at least once you've edited it, you'd be like, I think we should swap these verses around and yeah. like, build to... The Kendrick one. Yeah, finish on a high. Because, um, yeah, I literally haven't paid any attention Mate, to they structured that song like an Orlando Magic season. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of up, big up, down. No. Down, 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 down. Oh, I had so many interesting things to say about that as well. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say this, and this could be an embarrassing thing to admit, but this is a problem that I've had, and I just thought I'd throw it out there to the group. And it may be awkward for two white guys to talk about it, but, hey, let's just see how we go. I once tweeted recently a genuine question. I normally tweet jokes or hardcore left-wing propaganda on my Twitter account. (laughs) All right? That's how I roll. Yeah. Now, I tweeted something that was neither. It was just kind of a serious question, just throwing it out there to the group because it had no mates to talk to or no one who would know about this. Yeah. Um, I was questioning... What was the question? Why does... It's weird that Kendrick Lamar, who's like the best rapper in the world and like uh, like the arbitrage of like good... Rap or conscious rap, or whatever you want to call it, or he's just he's just the smartest rapper out there. Uses the word bitch all the time when it's like considered to be like quite a bad word to use. Like every even his new songs still still have it. Even after people complained after your bitch and stuff like that, he keeps on using it. And what happened to me on um, Twitter is I got really a bad response. Like just like no one was into it, yeah. and like a couple of people a couple of people called me an idiot and stuff yeah. like that. But didn't answer my question. Like yeah. quite smart people were like, "You're an idiot." I mean, Kanye tweeted this exact question a few years back. He heard the Lupe Fiasco song "Bitch Bad," yeah, which is about um, how saying the word "bitch" is bad. Yeah, and um, and then Kanye tweeted, "Is saying the word bitch bad?" Yeah, and he he was curious, just like you. Yeah. Um, but you know, continue. I've tried to Google it and I haven't been able to find out. So now I'm this awkward. So what do I do? So now I'm in this awkward position where I have to because one of the people who who favoured one of the tweets saying I was an idiot or a moron or something was yeah. um, Robin Gallagher, like a New Zealand. She's like she's quite good at like writing about New Zealand music and stuff like that. So she obviously knows. So I like do, do I DM her and go, Hey man, um, I've been thinking about this. By the way, this tweet I did was about six months ago. So yeah. I got to go like, Hey, I know that this tweet I did that got three favourites mm. about six months ago, and you said it was crap. 
Um, oh, so she still was still trying to get an answer. Oh, she was against your. Yeah, well, she favoured one of the tweets that said I was a moron or whatever. Right. And I just what, want to. So, I genuinely so want to know. I've googled it and I have good answers. What? What was your reasoning behind the tweet? No reasoning. I just want to know. I didn't even. It wasn't even loaded. I'm not even saying. I don't even. I don't personally have that big a problem with the word, mm. the B word. I'm. I'm I feel not, like in hip hop, it's kind of got, almost got a different meaning, like the N word. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's <laughs> men saying it. You can't do. Yeah. 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 It's like. It's, Okay, anyway, I don't want to dig too deep into it. Anyway, that's just that's just my awkward position. So I'm going to email, I'm going to direct message her and go, hey, can you explain this to me and just be nice? Not like on Twitter where you just go, oh, you dumbass. Um, okay, we should wrap this thing up. We got way off track there. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the time, Paul's brush with NBA superstardom. You reminded me the other day about you You're quite proud of this and you're, you're throwing this credential in my face. You claim that once you made Cassidy Hubrath yeah. Legendary NBA presenter. Yeah. Laugh. Not just that. I made NBA Finals MVP Chauncey Billups laugh. <laughs> Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Man, these names are weird. Cassidy Hubrath. Am I saying it right? I can't remember waiting for you to correct me. No, I honestly don't know. Hubrath. I'm a big fan of hers, though. You're a huge, you're a weird fan. <laughs> nah. I just follow <laughs> her on laugh. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and, but you um, also just talked about her nonstop for like a year. You're obsessed with Cassidy Hubrath and um, Chauncey Bullops, yeah. So they were doing a an ask an AMA because she sometimes would host NBA Tonight with the worst NBA show with uh, Chauncey Bullops. <laughs> oh, I would have um, oh, have like Jamal Mashburn as like a guest. Yeah, like probably a suit that's like five times too big for him. But anyway, they had a hashtag going. Who's that, that was, white guy for NBA, ESPN NBA is the worst? Timothy Legler. Get rid of him. Who, I don't know who Put that Guy is. and Paul from the Advanced Analytics podcast on there to spit some facts. Um, anyway. Some numbers. They had a hashtag going that was Ask Mr. Big Shot, right? Yeah, Ask Chelsea Billups. Yes, Mr. Big Shot. That's, <laughs> That's a pretty embarrassing name. nickname. Yeah. It's worse than So Big my Source. question was, were you ever worried that people would mishear your nickname as Chauncey Billups? Missed a big shot. <laughs> that is bad. And she said that got a laugh from the room, smiley face. <laughs> you know who was in that room? Oh, just finals MVP, Chauncey Bullock. Okay, no. So, okay. You've misled me. Why? And you've misled the listeners of the Advanced Analytics podcast. Why? Because you said you made Cassidy Hubreth laugh. Yeah. And then you doubled down on your fake news yeah. by claiming that you made Chauncey Bullets, former NBA MVP of the finals, laugh. Mm. Now, that tweet that she sent back said it got a laugh from the room. That yes. does not that does not imply that Cassidy Hubreth is laughing at all. In fact Is she in the room? Yes. Is Chauncey Bullets? A laugh from the room. Okay. If Chauncey Bullets was laughing, she would write that in because it'd be a better response. She'd go, Chauncey Bullets laughing at that. You should feel proud. And you go, yes. You wouldn't write that. You go, I'm cracking up. Okay. What would you write? And do you know who else is laughing? Chauncey Bullets. No, you wouldn't write that. Do you know who else is laughing? The cameraman. His name is. No, you you don't list. When a joke kills like this did, you don't list the individual (laughs) people. You don't do a stand up gig and you go, oh, I tried out that new joke about. Uh, Christmas trees. Man, Michael enjoyed it. This weird bald guy in the front row enjoyed it. No, but you get a laugh from the room. The guy next to him enjoyed it. It's Simon a, it's from like a Nelson enjoyed it. 
Timothy, that guy who works at the theatre. It's like she's saying, it. hey, this joke wasn't for me, Cassidy Hubreth, legendary NBA presenter, but do you know who it's good for? The room, like the, the cameraman, maybe no. the sound loser. Like, there's a whole lot of people out there mm-hmm. who enjoyed it. The, um, the guy who pulls focus, the auto cue operator was, was chuckling. No. Those guys are idiots. I'm curious mate. to know who else was in the room. There was probably lots of other NBA stars. <laughs> who else was in there? Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Got a laugh from Shaq. All right. Well, we should probably wrap up the podcast because um, um, I like wait. to listen to it and sometimes I feel like we go a little bit long. No, no, I wanted to, for Clip of the Week... No, we can't do another Clip of the Week. We're only 39 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. And Clip of the Week goes for about half an no, hour. Okay, I won't play the clip, but... No, well, I'd prefer if you played the clip. No, no, let's just talk about it. Oh, God. Is it worth watching? So, in 1995... Wait, sorry, play the sting. Clip of the Week. You're forcing this... You're forcing this into the show. Don't you ever try and talk over the clip of the week sting ever again. Sorry. Okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So in 1995, during the halftime of the Schick rookie game, All-Star Weekend. 95? Yeah. They did a thing called the Foot Locker Million Dollar Shot. Wow. I know what you're thinking. A shot from halfway to make a million dollars. Yes. Incorrect. A shot from the three-point line in front of the hoop for a million dollars. They did like a lottery. I think uh, if you went into – it was obviously kind of before the internet, right, 95. Yeah. Like, so I think to vote for the all uh, for the rookie game, Yeah. I think you, you did it from Foot Lockers, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. So you – or maybe other places I always well. wish – because it used to be one of the main ways you voted back in the day when we read Slam, one of the main ways to vote for All-Stars was in the NBA arena. And I was like, man, I wish I could get in there and – Vote for um, Sean Marks or whoever I would have voted for. Yeah. Three votes. I would probably vote for um, Vince Carter, um, a guy who was already leading the. Oh, I couldn't. No, who would I vote for in 1995? Oh, Shaq and Penny and Alonzo Mourning and Muggsy Bogues. Alonzo. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, anyway, I think you went in and you filled yeah, a piece of paper out and you voted. And Man, anyway, I really railroaded um, your story there with some terrible chat. Anyway, I could yeah. Um, please just keep it till the end of this story. So you, you fill out this uh, ballot, like a physical paper ballot, and then you not only were you voting for your favorite rookies to play in the rookie challenge, yeah. but you were also entering for the chance to be chosen. You are like a one in a million chance to shoot a three for a million dollars. It's amazing. The, the guy who won was like a teenage boy named, uh, I don't know how old he is. He looks about 16 maybe. And uh, his name was Mike Hoban. The reason this is crazy is because he, so he could prep for this. Yes, so he could practice for the, like a month before. Yeah, yeah. So his name was Mike Hoban. He had a, a sick bowl cut, and Everyone he did it. No, he got to I train think. with um, Dan Marley. Marley, Thunder Dan Marley. Yeah. So he trained shooting threes with him, and then it was like the main event. Like it was a bigger event. Yeah. So th- anyway, there's a video of it. If you look up NBA's one million dollar shot, but we, I should talk you through it because here's what happened. They introduce it. Everyone's on their feet. The anticipation is crazy. Dan Marley's there, like, coaching him, being like, just relax, block it all out. You got this. Oh, that would make you more nervous. The, he then does his, and, and the commentator's like, here he is, the man they've all come to see. This is unbelievable. Mike Hoban. Oh, Wait, should I play the clip? The pressure on a kid, yeah. Okay. Well, can you talk us and play the clip? He can't because he's put his microphone next to it. What is that music? Okay. So that's just the intro music. 
seconds away from one fan, one shot, one million dollars. And now to introduce Mike Hoban to this crowd, the sellout crowd of the America West, and to you around America, let's go to the floor and our colleague Ron Sullivan. The crowd are literally standing up now and, and chapping for Mike Hoban. Mention the sponsor. I guessed his age right. One shot from the three-point line, worth one million dollars. For the past two weeks, he has been practicing with the help of Dan Marley of the Phoenix Suns. But it is time right now for him to see if he can make that shot. And if he does, he will be given one million dollars courtesy of Foot Locker Stores. Mike Hoban, it is time. Take your best shot. Come on, Mike. Okay, so here's he shakes Dan Marley's hand. He gets handed the ball. And then he begins his pre-shot routine. What it, you got to describe it, Matt. We can't see it. So a zen-like imagination drill where he shoots the ball up in the air four times. Then he dribbles down and, quote, stands under the hoop, looks up, and, quote, becomes the basket. So he, he's now palming the ball and holding it up underneath the hoop oh, and steering up. The okay, now he's dribbling me. back out to where he's going to shoot from. Oh, please say it doesn't shoot. One, he passes it to Dan Marley so he can set his feet. He does some weird knee bends. He pretends he does some shoots without the ball. Oh, this is... So he's doing some mental visualization. Okay, he's handed the ball. It cuts to his... All his family back in his hometown, they're all watching with signs. He shoots it. And he airballs it by like a solid meter. <laughs> and it, it cuts back to his oh. it cuts back to his um, his friends and family and they're just stunned. Dan Marley, he collapses into Dan Marley's hands, who hugs him. His parents come and hug him. It's cutting to the players who are kind of like laughing slash feeling very sorry for him uh. so they try and spin a positive by saying that if it hit the shot he would have technically become a pro and he wouldn't have been able to play college basketball <laughs> but like let's be honest Mike Hoban is uh, not playing college basketball that is so good someone needs to make a 30 for 30 about that or something that's unbelievable mm. and how much of the blame do you put on Thunder Dan Marley well, for then, Coaching um, him so badly. Craig Seeger interviews him, and um, and during the interview, the crowd starts chanting, one more shot. Yeah. And you can tell he's being like, he, he kind of gets excited. He's like, they're chanting for one more shot. Yeah. But then they just don't give him <laughs> They're not going to give one shot. more shot for a million dollars. They, that's why you always have a consolation prize. An yeah. NBA three-pointer is so realistic, but it is hard, especially if you don't get a warm-up shot. Mike Hoban, you're a legend. Paul, it's taken mm. you six episodes, but you've finally done a clip of the week that didn't suck. Uh, congratulations. I just Thanks. insulted you. Are you going to swing back? No, I thought it was a compliment. <laughs> Didn't suck. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I, I insulted, by complimenting that one, I insulted all your other ones. Yeah, I like to live in the moment. Okay. Well, and <laughs> the moment one got complimented. That was, um, yeah, that's very positive. Well, what a nice way to finish the um, uh, the podcast, as opposed to the normal, um, the jokes we finish yeah, on. Yeah, well, quickly, give me a team. I'll no. improvise a joke. <laughs> There's still time to ruin this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Atlanta Hawks. Mm. Um. Uh, who? Paul's uh, finishing on a joke. Who's the? the uh, it's been a good episode. Who's the biggest Star Wars fan on the Atlanta Hawks? Uh, don't know. Dennis Yoda. Well done. Uh, thank you for another great edition of the um, Guy Williams, not the Guy Williams show, the Advanced Analytics Podcast. I've been Guy Williams. I've been Paul Williams. Kia ora katou. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.